Now, Helen, you've uh, had a great chat to the hotelier, Mark Rose, who presides over what, sh- what you regard as New Zealand's best hotel, the Reese. It's on the lake in Queenstown. Now, given that the destination is the capital of all things adrenaline for visitors, you asked Mark to explain what makes his hotel different in a very busy hospitality market. And we are very lucky to have Mr Mark Rose, who is from the Reese in Queenstown. I reckon it's won more awards than most hotels in New Zealand combined. Welcome to Travel Riders Radio, Mark. Hi, Helen. Lovely to, uh, be, to be talking to you today. Well, nice to chat to you too. The Reese is one of my favourite hotels, of course, in New Zealand. It's right on the lake in Queenstown. Tell us a bit about it. How long has it been there? Uh, the hotel opened in mid-2009. Um, right smack bang in the world financial crisis. Um, we decided we wanted to have a five-star hotel and um, so the, those first couple of years were quite quite difficult because we were trying to keep up those service levels and, and control the, the costs that went with them. Um, and then sort of it, it really kicked into gear, Helen, sort of 2013 and it's been um, you know a, a great performer ever since. We've been very fortunate. Oh, well, it's just such a great property. I mean, having stayed there, the the apartments are really well set up and beautifully furnished. Love the views over the lake. And anyone who's a plane spotter, you can watch those planes come in over the lake <laughs> when the wind is right. I'm sure that's one of the things that your guests love. But I think more than that, it's the... It's just the quality of the staff you have. They just make you feel so welcome. And that is including you, Mark. Yeah, look, you know, hotels have all got um, beds and showers and, and, uh, you know, televisions and things. But our point of difference really is the people that we have working with us, Helen. We we kept everybody right through COVID. So um, we were able to um, upgrade, do all the upgrades in the hotel from within uh, during that time. Um, And then when the borders did reopen, we had service levels as they were in, you know, in 2019. Um, we have a long tenure of staff. I've got um, our longest serving staff members coming up 16 years. Um, and there's a whole bunch sort of coming up 10 years. And we pay well, we've looked after them well. And, um, and it shows because, you know, they work, you know, 40 to 45 hours a week. They're friendly, they're not tired, they're, um, you know, they've got lots of uh, energy. They want to share their stories. They're interested and interesting. And they really are our point of difference. I think it's worth actually saying why it's called the Reese because a lot of people may not realise the significance of that name in Queenstown. Sure, look, um, William Reese um, came from Dunedin with about 2,000 sheep um, and he discovered, in inverted commas, uh, Queenstown in 1865, about then, and he named us, about 165 years ago, sorry, he named us, he named Queenstown after Queen Victoria. Now the Māori had been coming here for a thousand years before it, but in New Zealand, unfortunately, we, we still um, we still like to use the anglicised name of, uh, of places, So, but we call uh, Queenstown Tahuna, Queenstown Tahuna being the Māori name for it. Um, with his 3,000 sheep, he set up a, um, a station or a, or a farm down in Queenstown Bay, um, but not long after that, one of his um, shepherds found gold in the hills up behind Arrowtown and, and uh, up with the Shotover River. So there was a major gold rush. A lot of Australians came over, uh, a bunch of Chinese and a lot of uh, Americans. And the gold rush, you know, lasted. And actually, there's still gold being found up in those in those uh, mountains. Um, but that was there was a major gold rush, um, which sort of derailed the whole the whole um, farming uh, industry here. Um, and then I guess we've come into another gold rush uh, in the 80s, which was uh, tourism. 
Absolutely. Now tell us a bit about what's new at the Reese. I know you've got a new chef and your restaurant, True South Dining Room, is really golden. It is fantastic. So tell us what's happening in the hotel with your new chef and anything else you've got to say. So I've had two chefs at the hotel in 15 years, um, which is pretty... um, it's quite unbelievable in these times. Uh, the third one just started about a month ago and um, is going to carry on that tradition of, of great local um, organic ingredients that uh, the previous two have done. Um, we've invested just over a million dollars into our wine cellar and we have the great wines of the world, so great wines of New Zealand, Australia, France, uh, Italy, Spain, North and South America. Um, and that really, those, you know, the food and the wine offering, Helen, really are our points of difference. We're looking at the moment to uh, build another 14 apartments off to the eastern side of the hotel and they will be another step up so they'll be in the same sort of category as our lakefront villas. There'll be a, a, a penthouse on the top level which will um, would be able to do 80 people for a wedding there. You look straight out the window off the terraces straight out to the remarkable mountains across the lake. I mean it, it's just an absolutely spectacular wow. outlook. Beautiful view that is for sure and you better mention the Bordeaux Lounge. Yeah, so our bar upstairs um, is called uh, Bordeaux, um, and funny enough, not named after uh, Bordeaux in France. It was named after a guy by the name of Jack Bordeaux, who used to take all of the supplies, including uh, wine and beer, I'm sure, and whiskey, down to the miners uh, in Skipper's Canyon. So we've really tried to, when we built the hotel, we, um, there were 16 great hotels in Queenstown. They were all chain hotels. So for us to be a standalone, we needed a point of difference. And the point of difference um, was and is that we are a reflection of the place that we live. So all of our furniture has been handmade by local craftsmen from the local area. You know, there's 200 books in our library on our food, our wine, our people, and our heritage. Um, so we really try hard to reflect Queenstown and its history. Um, and Bordeaux is, uh, one, is one part of that puzzle. And while a lot of people do come to Queenstown for the Reese, they also come to see around this beautiful spot. And we're in springtime now. So what are the things that your guests love doing in spring in Queenstown? Well, um, you know, we, we ski generally till the end of September. So there's been a bit of skiing going on. Um, now we've flipped into, uh, you know, into October. All of those wonderful outdoor pursuits are, are you know, are back up and running. So we've got a, we're a great golf um, resort. There are four amazing golf courses close by, uh, plus the Hills, which is a, a private course, uh, and a nine-hole golf course in, in Frankton as well. All of the jet boating in Milford Sound, we've had a bunch of rain up until a couple of days ago, so all the waterfalls in Milford Sound are, are flowing. So all of that outdoor stuff that we can do as, as it's getting warmer, um, we're seeing people flocking in. You also do some really nice packages there that involve like helicopters to wineries and things. What are the what are the most popular ones for the guests? Well, at that high end, um, I'll take guests out and, and with a helicopter and we'll uh, go to three or four wineries and do private tastings. The, the wine we have in Central Otago is world renowned and especially in that Australian market. And we'll go into the back door and meet the winemakers uh, and do uh, one-on-one tastings, which is you know incredibly interesting. Places like uh, Ripon, um, like Felton Road, uh, Domain Thompson. So you know the very best of the vineyards that we have in Central Otago. And of course, in winter, as you said, everyone loves to ski. And you guys really had the better of it this year. Australia not so great. New Zealand, yeah. you were doing had some great snow towards the end of the season. Yeah, look, it was a, it was a season of a sort of a beginning and a pretty ugly middle, and then we had a bit more towards the end. Um, we did look across the the ditch, and um, and we felt for you guys because um, you did have one of the, you know one of the worst worst ski seasons in in uh, modern times with it. We make a lot of snow here, 
So we're very lucky, um, especially at Coronet Peak, they've got amazing snowmaking. And the height of the other mountains, the Rakawals and especially Cardrona, um, meant that we had, you know, had a pretty reasonable season. For sure, and there's just so much else to do all year round. I mean, if you're an adventure seeker, Queenstown is the place. I mean, I'm not into bungee jumping and swinging over gorges and things, but there is just so much to do there. How long do you reckon you'd have to stay in Queenstown to do every activity? <laughs> we, we actually worked out that if it took an hour to do every activity, you'd be here for 14 days. Wow. So, so there's that. And that's the beauty also, when you go back to the ski season, if you can't ski or you, or you, you, know, you come over for seven days and your legs are, are jelly, there's just so many other things to be able to do here. And you know, it makes it a really, really um, great destination. Oh, for sure. Now, you've just won a Qualmark Sustainability Award. So tell me about that. Uh, so part of the, when we built the hotel, part of the, it was that we were going to be, um, you know, leave as small a put, footprint as we possibly could. Um, so it's lovely to see that people are getting on the sustainability bandwagon now. We've always been that way. So things like, you know, we don't have plastic in the hotel, um, you know, plastic straws or anything like that. Um, all of our milk comes in um, glass reusable bottles from a local farm. We have our own beehives on the property, make our own honey, which is used downstairs in the dining room. So we, you know, we, we, we're looking at um, ways continually to ensure that the, our footprint is as light as it possibly can be. Well, that's a good thing. We all have to be doing that, that's for sure. Now, you talked about COVID before and Queenstown, like everybody, suffered. Um, but how do you reckon, are you back to 100% pre-COVID or how are you situated now in Queenstown? Uh, so, I. Um, we are getting back to where we were in the 1920 year, which was probably it was definitely the biggest year that I've had um, at the, the race in Queenstown. I, I'm sort of capping it still, Helen, because I just don't want to put too much pressure on yeah. the staff. So, you know, I don't want to get much above 90% at any time um, because it's really important, especially the year after COVID, that, we, um, that our service levels are of a high standard. I think that our guests last year um, the world over, we're, we're willing to accept that things weren't quite as they used to be. But I think now with prices having gone up, um, the expectation is that we all need to deliver. And so from our perspective, I would rather keep the pressure off the team um, to make sure that everyone's healthy and happy and outgoing uh, so we can deliver that service that we're known for. That is fantastic, and I'm glad to see that Queenstown in itself has bounced back and that the race is as good as it always was and continues to get better. Well, Mark Rose, thank you so much for talking to me, and thank you for chatting with us on Travel Riders Radio. Cheers, Helen. Always love you to talk to you. Helen Hayes there, speaking with Mark Rose of Queenstown's Reese Hotel.